Fangirl Fridays. I'm Natalie. And I'm Marin. Hi, it's early. I feel like we already <laughs> did a podcast. I know, we just chatted about so many things. Uh, at one point you were like, what? We we're just casually sitting here talking about this. And I'm like, yeah, that's why we have a podcast, because that's what we did before we recorded it. Yeah. We just would talk about bullshit all the time. That's who we are. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been thinking a lot about my, my statement about being fancy trash, and I'm ready to own it. Yeah. I think we all should. Yeah. Update. Remember when I said my skin was great? It heard me and was like, F you. And, and you know, every time I have a good skin day, which is actually today, uh-huh. I like to point out, <laughs> I will have three zits by the time I get home. What? What is that? Like, it's just It like, just knows. I think it's trying to build character. Like, it's like, you know what? You're going to persevere. Like, you are too old to be having zits, but we're going to give this to you as something to fight against. Maybe they want you to feel young. <gasps> Love that. Thanks, skin. Ooh. I have Wait, a health like, update. Just put a positive spin on it. Oh, yes. Please give us your health update. Your toe. So, whoa. oh, we recorded before I had my thing done. So I had a procedure on my toe to make sure it wasn't skin <laughs> cancer. And they basically, it's a punch biopsy. So they just like numb your toe and like punch this oh, hole into your nail done and all remove over it. My skin. And now I just have a weird bandage and I have to soak it every day. It's really annoying. And your toe looked like a brain for a while. Yeah. Because it was all pruny and mm-hmm. bloody. It was great. She did send me a photo. Yes. Anyways. It's doing fine. I got my preliminary <gasps> results, okay. and they think it's a wart. Ooh. All of this for a crazy wart, or as my dad called it, a witch toe. <laughs> Hocus Pocus, the sequel. Um, what? I know. Wait, so like an under the nail. We're just talking about gross stuff. These are yeah. not words anyone wants to talk about. This is how we about. kick it off. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm... I'll get my final results by, like, the end of next week, I think. Okay. Um, And then I'm going to ask, like, is this going to come back then? Is this, like, a thing that's just here forever? Or do I have to to freeze it off? Yeah, I don't know. Weird. So, but that's good. Yeah, great. It's not not skin cancer. It's not not skin cancer. Yay. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what you're fangirling over? Not skin cancer? I'm actually fangirling. So... We've talked about how I bought lip gloss. We've talked about how I wanted that one shoulder top, which I did buy. Guys, the did you the fashion cats? world and like retail stores are pushing wide leg jeans on me. Yeah. And not just wide leg, I'm talking Delia's catalog wide leg denim. And it is working on me. One mannequin at Topshop had a wallet chain on it and I was like am I into this right now wait stop okay and I kind of am describe why like do you mean like like bell bottoms or like jinkos like jinkos oh wide leg jeans <laughs> and I tried some on and I was like I'm going to buy these just not right now because it's 90 degrees all summer <laughs> totally so from where <laughs> the top, from the top, top ones, ones they fit perfectly I loved them they're black I can hear you shuffling right now because you know when but you're not like that crazy. You, you know what I'm talking yes. about? The shuffle, and the people will get shuffle. like those weird skater bubble shoes yes. and just like slide around with the ripped bottoms totally. of their jeans. Well, so I used to have ripped bottoms of my jeans all the time because we would wear like the like big flares yeah. in high school. And then it would be, a, we've talked about this, a goddamn disaster in the winter because it would just like yes. absorb a ton of water and all of a sudden Or get knees. like that like snow crusted. Yes. And then they would Edge. rip through and like, oh my god! Were and they silver jeans from the buckle? 
you know they were. <laughs> like, a hundred percent. They absolutely were. When we almost thought about doing a topic about the mall, I was like, oh, can we have a whole goddamn episode about the buckle? Because... Some oh. girl is, like, driving a Ferrari off the commission that she made for me because yes. it was, like, one, so expensive. I never really shopped there. And, two, they were, like, the pushiest people. And so all of a sudden I'm, like, okay, I have, like, four pairs That's of silver jeans. That's why I didn't jeans. like it. They were, I like, know. all over me when I stepped in the store. Um, <sighs> also, corduroys coming back. What? And that made – the mall made me think of Hollister. And I had two amazing corduroy flares from Hollister oh, that yeah. if I could still fit in them, I would wear them you would today. Wear them. Yeah. They are so cool. <laughs> well, it's funny because so when you said wide leg jeans, I had recently done a search for like a flare. Like I've been looking for me too a great flare. I'm for looking a while. for a good '70s flare. Yeah, and I had a, a recent run in with high rise jeans. I've learned that they're not for me. And everyone is selling high rise jeans. It's very hard to then find what I'm looking for. And I was like, well, shit. <laughs> So that's my jean saga. Yeah. So you're going to have to update us when you finally make oh, this purchase. I will. What I mean, are you fangirling over? Um, so I'm fangirling over 2017 because <laughs> I feel like I have finally caught up. Uh, so this past weekend, uh, we did a double feature on a Friday and Saturday night at home. We didn't go anywhere. But we watched Black Panther on Friday. Great. And Coco on Saturday. Uh, even better. So... I mean, we, like, paid to watch Black Panther. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we, like, we didn't buy it. We rented it. It was, like, mm-hmm. six bucks. Perfect. I was totally blown away just, like, visually how yeah. the movie looks. Like, I was like, oh, that woman deserved to be I'm obsessed that with the soundtrack. Oh, just, yeah. like, the drums. Yes. Very into it. It's very cool. Um, the whole – it's just, like – just the look, everything, like the futuristic. It was like very futuristic and not a cheesy way. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like futuristic sometimes gets very like, we can do anything. It's crazy. <laughs> and you're like, Well, uh, I think no. most of them go too modern and this one couldn't. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. And it was just, it was so well done. Um, and just everyone looked amazing. Like the costumes, incredible. Incredible. Do you have a crush on Chadwick Boseman? Yeah. No? Yeah. I mean, obviously. I, I don't know how you, like, couldn't, really. Yeah. And just, yeah, yeah, but, like, Michael B. Jordan, what a weird role. Yeah. Also Sterling K. Brown. I was like, yeah. oh, oh, what? No, bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I loved it. But, damn, Coco. It'll Holy mess you up. It. Well, here's the thing. It messed me up, and then it made me very happy. Because I was like, oh, I could latch on to this idea. Of this is what's going to happen to me after I die. Yeah, let's do that. Let's just do that. Why not? It seems great. Um, but I was like, yeah, I want to walk over this flower bridge from the afterlife to my family every, like, once a year. Great. Yeah. Like, and the notion of, like, your memory only survives through the living. Like, so tragic when someone, when no one's alive to remember you anymore, then you, like, are gone, gone. And I was Ugh. like, oh, no. Um, and so it was, I was just... Both my husband and I, like, crying on the couch. Like, if you watch that movie and you don't cry, you're broken. Also, the movie's just so gorgeous. Oh, both just so colorful. So colorful. So vibrant. Both those movies, like, so vibrant. Just super cool. The music was cool. Um, I was just, like, really into it. Gonna say Coco, 15 minutes longer than the average Mm -hmm. Disney Pixar movie. You could tell. Yeah. There was like I will agree. A little bit of stuff where I was like, all right, we could have shorn this up a little bit. It's um, the Judd Apatow of Pixar movies. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's exactly that. Um, <laughs> that's always Eric's criticism every single time. He's like, it was great, but it was 20 minutes too long. Um, and I just like, I feel like I know what's going on now. I'm six months too late, but a year too I mean, late. do you know what's going on now? No. Or do you know what's going on in 2017? No, check. I know what's going on in 2017. Check with me this time, 2019. I'll know oh. what's going on now. Oh, Real quick, before we finally get into today's topic, uh-huh. we need to talk about the Academy Award news. Twitter, like I said, a buzz. People are not happy. I was surprised. I am on board. However, the Fancy Arctic, trash. Okay, so in case you have not heard, um, the Academy Awards might add a new category that's about popular films. Yeah, it's like a might, right? It's not even like a yes, they're doing this, or they are doing it. I think they are. I don't I think know. they are. Anyways, the article I read was using Mission Impossible as an example. And right. I was like, great, Scientology is going to pay for Mission Impossible to win so Tom Cruise can have an Oscar. And that I don't approve of. No. But Which the, is idea, very Golden Globes. the idea of something like a breakout for like Girls Trip or something, like Tiffany Haddish like blew up that year. Totally. It made so much money. It has like a great following, probably going to have a sequel. Like, yeah. I wouldn't mind if that won an Oscar. Sure. Right. Or, like, Black Panther, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, a, or, you know, Wonder Woman, whatever. Yeah, but I think some people worry that it's going to become Superheroes. something that's just, oh, these movies are winning things. We can make more of these action movies, which is not what I want at all. That's interesting. I mean, it, it is a little bit like chicken or the egg, right? It's like what's being made versus, like, what's being watched. But that is the criticism of the Oscars because it's, like, half the people – was it two years ago when Chris Rock hosted when they, like, went to the theater, like, in Watts or something during the Oscars? And they were like, have you heard of any of these movies? And all these people were like, fuck no. <laughs> like, and it was, it's true. It's like half of the country, more than half the country, has no idea what any of these movies are. Yeah. And so it is, like, kind of – it's it's a ratings ploy, basically, is yes. what it is. It's just like, let's make sure that we can get a broader audience because no one has seen – I think they should just combine the Academy Awards and the Razzies so we can, like, just keep it real entertaining. Oh, my God. Like, go one. Like, the best, the worst. Yes. The best, the worst. The best is when the year is when it's the same person. Like, like somebody winning. Like, I feel like Sandra Bullock, the year she won, she was also nominated for a bunch of Razzies, and I love that. Um, really quick, too, I had three celebrity sightings this past oh, weekend. Okay. None of them that exciting. Um, but I saw Josh Radner in my Orange Theory class, Ted Great. Mosby. Um, I also saw Ron Perlman, like, driving next to me. And he's, like, a very intimidating – like, I get mm-hmm. why he, like, plays the roles that he does. I was kind of like, ooh. Um, like, he looks, like, kind of mean and rich. Gotcha. You know? And then I was at a friend's house, and – uh, Eric had like parked down the hill and so I was waiting for him to walk up and so I'm standing with like a bottle of wine in wedge heels on a sharp incline trying to prevent my one-year-old from running into the street so I'm a- <laughs> and it's hot so I'm a literal hot mess and out of the next house just comes Jim Rash and he has to like call his car Man. over and I was like oh Oscar winner what like what it was time? like very and we we chatted briefly because I was staring at his home and it was like very sort of awkward and weird and I was like oh you just have a driver on call like he was going some like he was mm-hmm. like going to the airport he had a bag or something gotcha. but it was a three for wow. I hardly left the house over the weekend <laughs> so hot because it was hot and I my 
Friday, my foot was all weird because it was like coming back to life (laughs) after being numb. And so Saturday, I just kind of slept in and hung out. What time? Yeah. What a time. All right. I think we're done. I think we're done. I like. I have a bunch of random other shit. I know. I have a bunch of other random shit I could talk about. Um, But we took another fan suggestion. Corinne. Corinne. Corinne is like one of my favorite fans because she, one, she's like the only person that talks to us on Facebook, which I kind of love. And two, she's always like quick with the like link or the article and being like, you know what? My girls need this. I'm like, yeah, she has resources. Resources. Love it. But like came hard, strong, fast with suggestions. And I was really loving it. So what are we going to do? So we are going to do, it's not a battle exactly. Right. I'd say we're going to put two similar shows up against each other mm-hmm. and then see which one is better or maybe just the one we like the best. <laughs> yeah. So Corinne sort of pitched this to us as, like you said, a battle of like exactly the same shows. Like she she was like, Happy Days versus that 70s show. She's like, it's the same show. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and so we, we kind of talked about all these different things. And it was just like, all right, we want to do shows that were kind of in the same time period, talk about sort of how they came to fruition, and then discuss our similarities and differences. So what are the first two shows we're going to do? We are throwing it back, but I'm pumped. Yeah, we are going to do Flintstones and the Jetsons. Love it. I love it. So the Flintstones, first of all, great theme song. Like iconic. Yeah. Like you probably top five theme songs of all time, no? I mean, maybe. It's a great opening sequence. Long. Very long. Yes. When you watch the full thing. Because there's that weird interlude where they like go to the movies and then they keep going. Yeah. And then there's a whole intro where he has to leave work. Yes. <laughs> it takes a while to, like, get into the lyrics. Yes, actually get into it. So this show was originally broadcast from September 30th, 1960 to April 1st, 1966 in primetime. Um, it's, like, it's so funny because I feel like we watched it just in syndication or it was, like, a Saturday morning cartoon yeah. or whatever. And it's, like, no, no. The idea of a cartoon, with the exception of Simpsons, being in primetime is crazy. But even The Simpsons... It's on Sunday. Right. To me, it feels different. It feels different. Like, it's like, oh, this is what you watch on, like, Wednesday night. Yeah. And it was on at 8.30, and, like, everyone was, like, tuning into the Flintstones. It's like you watch Friends, Will and Grace, the Flintstones. Completely. Like, that kind of lineup. That was exactly the lineup. Um, so it was heavily inspired by The Honeymooners, which at the time was, like, the most successful show on television. Um, and so in 1986... Jackie Gleason, who created The Honeymooners, actually gave an interview to Playboy. And he said that Alan Reed, who was the guy that did the voice for the Flintstones, mm-hmm. had actually, like, done voiceovers for him oh. back in the day, like, in for his early movies. And that Jackie Gleason considered suing Hanna-Barbera because it was such a rip of The Honeymooners. But I mean, he decided to let it pass because he didn't want to be the guy that, like, took off the most like popular show yeah. on TV. Because, Good for him. Yeah, I mean, and it's you know, it's an homage, I think. And then you know, you could really talk about like honeymooners to Flintstones to Simpsons to Family Guy, like to you know, it's like it kind of yeah. set a model. Um, but I thought it was really interesting. Uh, also, did you know it was not always the Flintstones? No, 
it was The Flagstones. Why? Don't know. That's weird. That was the working title. And it was originally going to be Fred Wilma and their son, Fred Jr. Your eyes just got so big. I don't like Fred Jr. I don't like Fred Jr. <laughs> I heard his either. name. I don't like it. I don't like it. Also, just like, what? No. Um, and so they put together sort of like a, a reel and they put it to the sponsors and then, then they ended up changing the name afterwards. Smart. Right? Everyone who said they didn't like it, smart. Good on you. <laughs> the Flintstones. Yeah, it's just like the, the flagstones. flagstones is like American flag. Like, yeah, and I guess there were characters on another show, um, like called the Flagstones, or somebody's last name was Flagstone, and they were concerned about it being, uh, you know, people being confused or something like that, and so they changed it to the Flintstones. That plus like feedback. Um, when do you remember watching this? Like all the time as a kid. Not all the time. I definitely watched it. Yeah. Um, I I remember the m- movies because those came out like prime childhood. Yeah. It's John At Goodman. least the first one. John Goodman. And then is it Rick Moranis? Yes. And it's Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, and yeah. it's um, – I'm blanking on Wilma right now, but I know uh, she Bernadette is. Peters? No. No? She's, um, she's in Big. Yeah. The girl in What's Big. What's her name? Ah! I, I don't know. And Halle Berry's in it. Oh, yeah. Kyle McLaughlin's in it. Oh, yeah. What a cast. And then you go to McDonald's and you get those weird, chunky, clear mugs yeah. to promote the movie. Mm-hmm. It was a time. It was a time. Speaking of promotion, so this, the Flintstones, the first two seasons, they were sponsored by cigarettes. <laughs> and so Classic. Yeah. So the Flintstones, they're like all these ads. I was looking them up online where the Flintstones are then promoting cigarettes and like Fred and Wilma are like smoking. It's funny because I sent you yesterday, it was Flintstone Kids, the spinoff, but they did a promo with Michael Jackson. It's animated about saying no, saying no to drugs. Yeah. And that was, like, the first two seasons. It was, like, Winston cigarettes They really or made a change. Really made a change. And then they switched from, like, when the cigarette company, like, dropped out. And then Welch's Grape Juice came in as a sponsor right around the time that they had Pebbles. And so it was, like, very convenient because they were, like, give Pebbles, like, orange juice or grape juice or whatever. Don't give her milk. Just Don't give her milk. Grape Just juice. give her grape juice. Sour grape juice right off the bat. Don't like her grape juice. Um, I do. But yeah, so originally Fred and Wilma, though, just, just a married couple, and they didn't have any children. They had Pebbles in the third season, and typically this show was like one-off episodes. There weren't mm-hmm. like long story arcs, but they actually like created a story arc around them having Pebbles. And then, so the Rebels... They couldn't have children. And it's kind of this, like, first discussion of, like, infertility on national television. But it's in a prehistoric cartoon. It's in a Stone Age cartoon. And so they adopt Bam Bam, which I did not remember, but you remembered from the movies. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, what? Right. Um, also, Fred and Wilma and Barney and um, Betty were the, like, first, you know, animated couples to be seen in the same bed. Like, they let them sleep in the same bed. Oh, my God. I know. So it's, like, kind of scandalous. Scandalous. <laughs> Wilma really did have Lucy hair, but now that I'm thinking about I it. I know. So the as I was, like, doing a bunch of this research, I was looking at the honeymooners and, like, you know, going through all that stuff, and I was like, wait, is this actually I Love Lucy? Do you remember this triggered a memory for me? Um the magazine, it was like Pantene ads that would do cartoons. They did Marge Simpson. They did Wilma. Oh, yeah. And so it started out as their, like, iconic hairstyle, but then they'd have this, like, long, smooth, long, beautiful hair. So genius. Yeah. Like, one of my favorites. Absolutely genius. Um, 
And so both of these shows came out of Hanna-Barbera. The best. The best. The best. Right? I and mean, it's, like, not always the good. I don't know. I don't feel like they're always good cartoons, but I love them all. Yeah. And they have, like, such a, like, a look. Yes. Right? They all look the same. Yeah. So the Jetsons, first of all, also good theme song. Meet George Jetson. Listening to it last night, it just ends. Okay. Like, that's, that's my only thing. I was like, so he just sits at his desk and it's just like, meet George Jetson. Yes. Like, and yeah. then that's it. Well, and you're like, what? There are actually two versions of this song. So, okay. So the Jetsons came out in September 1962 and lasted about less than a year. There are only 24 original episodes crazy. of this show. Z. Shocking I to me. I can't believe that. But One it came year. back in the 80s. It, so they redid the theme song, but really they just added some 80s synth to yeah, the theme song. Yeah, there's a little song. synth and a little, like, higher note. But what's interesting about it is so this guy, Hoyt Curtin, composed the theme song. And in 1986, it was re-recorded, re-released, and it became so popular that it peaked at number nine <laughs> on the Billboard charts. <laughs> and they made an animated music video that played on MTV. What? It's like 27 seconds long. I know. <laughs> Do they just loop it? Like but that's what? the kind of stuff I want on yeah. my MTV. Oh, absolutely. The Jetsons Let's music throw in video? a theme song. Completely. In a mix. Um, so it's basically the Flintstones, but it's in the future. It's in space mm-hmm. with robots, with aliens, with holograms, with special hair machines. We can't get away from these holograms. All we do is do shows that have holograms. We love a hologram that we don't understand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, is it the same show? No. No. There are a few differences. There are. Um, I have – there are a few differences. There are a ton of similarities. The one thing – There's like a brief crossover, not even really a crossover intentionally, but so like the Flintstones is, you know, a runaway hit. Like Hanna-Barbera had had some like sort of middling success and then they do the Flintstones and it's like a huge thing. They like quickly launch um, the Jetsons after. But so the Flintstones like briefly appear in season one of the Jetsons and I guess it's in... I guess it would be the final episode, or maybe maybe it ends ends up being two seasons, but it's split. Um, a student in Elroy's class is like watching something on his little watch, and he's watching like <laughs> a, a Flintstones rerun for like the one thousandth time. Yeah, like and that's Fred what is in it. Yeah, Fred's in it, which I loved. Um, okay, should we talk about their similarities? Okay, so one of the things I was like, oh duh, Flintstones is kind of leads leads the way because it has yabba dabba do yeah. as like a catchphrase. As a catchphrase. What I completely forgot is that George Jetson also has a catchphrase. Hooba dooba. Hooba dooba dooba. Yabba dabba do. It's like hooba dooba dooba. Yeah, it's like the worst version <laughs> of yabba dabba do. It's absolutely the worst version. And like, you know, the people at Hanna-Barbera are just like, Wait, this is just like this is working. Let's just kids don't know. Kids don't switch know. It up. Kids are dumb. Let's just switch it. It's fine. Kids are dumb. Um, obviously, you know they're both from the sixties. Uh, they, I love that George and Fred kind of have like the same vibe. They both like 
They work both, in factories, but it's like... They're both like about to blow at any time. At any time. They could murder someone. They both have really <laughs> shitty bosses. That are very loud and tiny. Tiny, loud bosses. I forgot how tiny that they were. Um, I really like uh, Cosmo Spacely. I don't know. As a kid, I like related to Cosmo Spacely. I was just like, <laughs> what? I don't know. I like appreciated him. I don't know why, but I remember thinking that he was funny and like kind of crazy. Also, the ladies always be shopping. Yeah. Do you remember? Like, I forgot in the fir- in the opening credits how Jane like takes George's full wallet. Like he like gives her like a mm-hmm. dollar bill and she like she's takes like, the nah. full wallet and she's like, takes her little drone down to the mall. Wilma's always getting in financial <laughs> trouble. Betty's like not a good influence too. Ladies be shopping. Ladies be shopping. Mm-hmm. Also, both of these shows had a laugh track, which is weird for a cartoon. It's super weird. For I mean, a cartoon. prime time cartoons. Sure, maybe they need laugh tracks. I guess. And then the closing credits were pretty much the same because it involved the families like getting ready for bed at mm-hmm. the end of the day. Oh yeah, I forgot about that in the Jetsons. Yeah, and they both had dogs. I'm going to throw that out there. They both had dogs, although the Flintstones was actually a dinosaur. Yeah, but a, a dinosaur it acts dog. like a dog. I kind of forgot that they have that saber-toothed cat. And the only reason you ever really see it is because the cat puts Fred outside, you know, oh, yeah. at the end. Um, one thing that I was, like, re- I was doing a bunch of research, and one thing is that, like, although their settings are very different, so you have the Stone Age versus the future, to the viewer, they're just, like, not of this world. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was like, oh, they're like kind of similar in that way because it's, it's like not a, today. Your typical family thrown in a weird Absolutely. situation. Yeah. Um, they're also, I was like doing a lot of things in terms of similarities. Like both of these shows came out in the early 60s, yet we still talk about them culturally. Like you mm-hmm. have Flintstones vitamins. Oh, would eat like candy if I was allowed to. Right. So you have Flintstones vitamins. The Jetsons essentially like predicted the future. Like yeah. if you think about all the stuff that's in the Jetsons. Well, the like- Jetsons is based on a book. I forget what it's called, but it's a book that was like, this is what the future could be. Yeah. Um. So a lot of that could be from the book as well. Well, and it's like, you know, basically like Apple Watches, flat screen TVs, like robot assistant, you know, like... The ability to yeah. FaceTime, like all of these things. I mean, are Rosie, like, you have a Rosie. I have a Rosie. Our, our Roomba, we named Rosie after the Jetsons. Um, but, you know, you'll still hear people every time. It's like, oh, it's almost 2025. Like, don't we have Jetsons flying car yet? Like, it's like people, it still is sort of a slang for the future, yeah. essentially. Which, again, makes me wonder if... Does everyone remember the Jetsons from the 60s versions, or do they remember the 80s, like, resurgence of the Jetsons? I think it's just they were continually in syndication. Like, I think the Flintstones were in syndication until 2016. Like, so, same with the Jetsons. Like, I just remember it was on, you know, and it was because Turner, I believe, like, Turner buys Hanna-Barbera, and it becomes, like, part of Warner Brothers. It's like Cartoon Network Yeah, stuff. Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. And so then it was, like— And then like, they had the whole Boomerang Network, which played old cartoons. Yes. And it was, like, on TBS and TNT mm-hmm. and all of those things. So you could find it anywhere. So if you were a kid that had cable, you were watching all of these shows. Like, I remember watching, you know, um, uh, Tom and Jerry, like, all of those things, too. And it's just, like, that was only from the 60s. Like, they weren't yeah, making new true. ones. I mean, I was watching Looney Tunes all the time. Oh, all the time. Left. <laughs> All right. Should we talk about their differences? There's only – I feel like there are only a couple mm-hmm. that – well, at least for me, that came to my mind. But obviously, number one, 
in space. Yeah. But do you remember the Great Gazoo? <laughs> yes, of course I do. But like, so I then like got deep into a thing last night of like, is the Great Gazoo like supposed to be from the Jetsons world? Like, it was very, like, how did he get there? I mean, do you want to jump ahead? Because there are some theories oh. that I have. Well, let's get to it later. Okay. What are, what are more differences? What are more okay. differences? The only other difference I, like, I could think of is Judy Jetson. She is Loved. a teenage daughter versus the baby. But come on. I love Judy Jetson because she is a fangirl, 100%. 100%. But you could argue that Judy Jetson is just a grown-up Pebbles. Like, they kind of have the same hair. Like, I feel like there's a well, similar vibe. Hanna-Barbera made the Pebbles and Bam Bam show with her where they are cool teenagers, yeah, and they're in a band, and they probably solve mysteries or something, just like all the other Hanna-Barbera cool band yeah. shows. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they're very different in when she's a teenager, when yes. Pebbles is a teenager. When Pebbles is a teenager. But I think teenager. if you're comparing the baby to Judy Jetson, then maybe there's some similarities. I distinctly remember thinking that Judy Jetson was so cool. <laughs> like, Okay, so I had, during the 80s comeback... I had the Rockin' with Judy Jetson movie on Laserdisc. Okay. And it's about her having a crush on this rock star. And so of course, later. on theme, <laughs> it was always there and I didn't realize <laughs> didn't it. didn't see it. And she was like, she, I think she writes a song, but the song, I don't know, she ends up in this like different planet that has snork-like creatures. Oh, yeah. Love a snork. And she is also like a musician. I don't know. I was very into it. Um, I, I just had a genius idea that we recreate sooner or later with Judy Jetson and like that you just like fan fiction the yeah. shit out of it. I mean it. it works because she also loved Jet Screamer in the 60s version. Mm-hmm. She In the movie she loves, I think his name is Sky, some, Sky Rocker Amazing. is his name. And then in the they finally do the Flintstones meet the Jetsons movie crossover yeah. and she has a crush on like a guy in Bedrock. <laughs> That's a musician. She's always, she's got a type. Yeah. Judy Jetson has a type. I get it. She's, you know, she's not fulfilled by the guys at Orbit High, which yeah. is where she goes to high school. Orbit High. I just think it's a completely different storyline that the Flintstones don't really touch on. I mean, they had a lot of celebrities, like remember when Anne Margaret is Anne Margrock mm-hmm. yeah. and stuff like that, but I don't think it was in the same way as the Jetsons handled it. Yeah, no, they didn't really have like the fangirl nature of it. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, you could argue that it's like, oh, you know, like Jane, Wilma's always like doing housework and like Jane doesn't, she can just like press buttons and like not have to do anything, yeah, whatever. True. But they're both kind of aided because remember Wilma would always have like, the couch would be actually a dinosaur. The pelican would do something. Yeah, the yeah. pelican would do something, like whatever, all of those things. Really quick anecdote about how the Jetsons influenced my life and okay. maybe this I'll get into uh, how I feel about it ultimately. But so my mom was an elementary school principal. And you think about like teachers and stuff like they get three months off. Well, mm-hmm. like principals don't really. They only have like six weeks off in the summer. Still a lot of time. But so I went to like a lot of like day camps and like things like that. Um, and one of them was like through the city that I grew up in. And it was like it was like an inventor camp or something. I don't remember what it was. And it was like kind of sciencey. And it was a week long, and at the end of it, you would have to, like, build something that would, like, solve a daily problem. Okay. Um, but so I built this thing, and it was, like, fully based on um, Jane and Judy, like, getting ready. And it was, like, uh, you know, 
something that like my mom could put in the shower that would like put on all of her makeup and stuff for her. (laughs) But it was totally inspired by the Jetsons. And I was like, this would be really helpful for my mom. Why don't we have this yet? And I like built it fully like with the Jetsons in mind and like trying to get Would you be putting, the makeup would be put on you while you're wet in the shower? I mean, I was eight. Like there's some details that maybe needed to be worked (laughs) out. But I was like, you could kill, one, it was efficient. And two, it would, you know, streamline the process for my mother. I was just trying to... You were being a good daughter. I was trying to help out. Yeah, you were trying. And I was was trying. I didn't try super well. Yeah. Um, So I don't think I've ever seen the TV movie of the crossover between the two. I know that I have, but I definitely don't really remember it. Uh, Do we need to watch it? I don't don't know, because it's 80s. I don't... I kind of don't like a lot of 80s animated programming. It is interesting, though. They really do stay true to the animation style. They do. But there's, like, a level of cheese. Like, even Rockin' with Judy Jetson is the most 80s movie. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't... So I'm, like, worried to revisit. Maybe I won't like it. Ooh. Um, okay, what are some other things? Do you have... I know well, you said you have theories. One of my... First of all, one of my biggest arguments for this is not even, like, these shows are similar, but I think you could argue that every Hanna-Barbera show is a copy of one another. Yeah. I mean, obviously, because a lot of them are, like, also in bands, like Jabberjaw. Well, and like Yogi Joseph and, and Boo Boo are like yeah, Fred and but even Astro, Barney. who is a Great Dane, Scooby Doo's a Great Dane, voiced by the same guy. Like they don't even try sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wonder if it's like a template, and it's just you know animation was probably really expensive, and so they're like, what can we like shuffle in over here? We'd like tweak it a little bit because it's like not as hard to yeah. do. You know what I mean? Um, all right, tell me about these fan theories. Okay. Number one, there's a theory that. Okay, all the theories are that the Jetsons and the Flintstones are in the same era. Like, they're happening at the same time. What? So, theory number one is that the Flintstones chose to live a simpler life. Oh. Like, we're just going to be true. Like, they rejected it. Yes. Like, they're the people that are like, I'm moving to Wyoming. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, Crack.com has a theory that Bedrock is a post-apocalyptic, I cannot a- say apocalyptic? it. Apocalyptic? 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 <laughs> it's a wasteland that was bombed, mm-hmm. and it like looks like the Stone Age, and the Jetsons pulled a Wally, <gasps> and, and they, they were went just up. like, no, let's get out of here. I'm not going to deal with this. Yeah, well, the Flintstones are just trying to like... They're living in yeah, it. Yeah, make do. Mm, they're trying the to third, recreate. Um, I went to YouTube, and there's a channel called Channel Frederator oh, who, like, digs into conspiracy theories about cartoons. Amazing. And this one, so both shows aired, the Cold War is happening. Uh-huh. So there's a theory that it's possible that nuclear war between Americans and the Soviets created the wasteland of bedrock because they have, con- they still have, like, contemporary money. Yeah. They watch TV. They celebrate Christmas. Like, they do a lot of modern stuff, uh-huh. but it just happens to, like, have a lot of rocks. <laughs> I mean, I honestly kind of believe it. I feel like most television in the 60s was like subversive propaganda in general. Like, Mm -hmm. I just think that was what was happening. Um, And, you know, if you do, if you dive a lot into Disney, like they were very much encouraged. I mean, they were making propaganda films like for like during World War Two, you know, all those things. So it's like you do have a lot of these creators, you know, sort of in cahoots with the government in a lot of ways. So um, but I do think it's interesting, maybe just to. Maybe it was just to help relate to kids more, but to have modern money, so, like you don't have to do that. You could have used pebbles or like 
You could do anything. Know. Yeah, grass. Like, you could have done anything. <laughs> you could literally do anything. It's a cartoon. Like, yeah. no one would know But they made care. dollar bills. They basically made the modern-day television show, but just they the guys were wearing dresses. Yeah. <laughs> and they lived in the Stone Age. Yes. Like, that was it. Also, like, Fred's wearing a tie with his, like, tunic. <laughs> yeah, which also makes me believe the theories now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Um, so of these two shows, what was your favorite? My favorite? Yeah. I think I'm a Jetsons. I'm a Jetsons girl yeah. through and through. I always liked the Flintstones, and I feel like now I kind of want to watch a couple episodes and I appreciate it. Yes. Hands down, Wilmo is my favorite character. Hands down. What about Betty? You don't like it? I mean, I appreciate I appreciate Betty. I appreciate Betty's look. Yes. But, like, Wilma was, like, my gal. I don't know why. I think I love Betty probably because Rosie O'Donnell was Betty in the movie. Also a little, like, Archie's going on in here. Why so many redheads in these cartoons? That's a good question that I don't have an answer to. Because of these main characters, you have three redheads. Because Is it because of Lucy? I mean great question because there aren't that like redheads are by far a minority like yeah by far and so you have three gingers out of these main characters because both of the jetsons are gingers and like josie and the pussycats josie's a redhead i'm thinking of all of the hanna-barbera cartoons yeah so much archie like and then you have like well because now I'm just thinking of, like, Betty and Veronica. Like, there's a lot going on. Cheryl Blossom. Yeah. There's so many. The Archies were are, – they're not Hanna-Barbera, are they? I don't think they are. No, but they, like, cross – They're the same thing, essentially. They kind of are. Yeah. I don't know. I'm always confused by, like, all the animation that was going on in, like, the 50s and 60s and, like, how they all sort of, like, intersect. But, yeah, I think I'm definitely a Jetsons. I always just – I think I could watch all 24 episodes, like, on repeat forever and be, like, pretty amused yeah. and pretty happy about it. Okay, but here's the real question. Which do you think is a better show? I mean, we like the Jetsons, but what do you think, like, if if Jetson-like alien people came to Earth mm-hmm. and you had to present them one of these cartoons to, like, represent, I don't know, like, 60s animation, which one would you show? I think I'm still going to say the Jetsons. And the reason why, so when I was doing the research, so eventually the Flintstones gets canceled in 66. And the reason why is because after the introduction of the kids, the writing became much more juvenile. And, like, so their ratings started to plummet in terms of being, like, a late night or a primetime show. Mm-hmm. And so I think the quality is inconsistent between – the six, you know, six and because seasons or the whatever. Jetsons has fewer episodes. Yeah, you think it's more solid. Yeah, I mean, kind of like we were talking about Freaks and Geeks. Whenever that was a couple weeks ago, it's like, is it perfect because it's only eighteen episodes? And like, could it have been jeopardized if it was longer? I think, be- and I'm only talking about those original right. twenty four, like yeah. eighty five to eighty seven. Throw them out. The, which they're fine. You you don't even really know like if you're watching one or the other, but it's just like if you're going to time capsule it for strangers, be like here, and I think. The 60s is very in, is a very interesting time, and this is, you know, sort of early 60s, so you're, like, yeah. you know, pre-Summer of Love, pre-Vietnam War, like, pre-all that tumult. But this late 50s, early 60s is super futuristic in terms of, like, aesthetic, design. Mm-hmm. Like, this, I think, 
flows much nicer with what was kind of going on. Yeah, the Jetsons did a culturally. lot of like LA architecture inspiration yes. when they created the show. Yes, and like yeah, and it, I mean anything you see that's like postmodern, it's all very sort of spacey. So I feel like this goes much more nicely with kind of the decade or the time period mm-hmm. to be like this is what was going on. Like although yes. this is a look forward, this is kind of how we were thinking and I think it's a little more interesting but I mean the Flintstones are iconic like they persevere in a way that I don't really know why like what do you think's the appeal I don't know and I was going to say Flintstones is the better show you were I don't think so now because you have to wait two seasons to get the babies which is something when you think of the Flintstones you think of the children yeah I agree and with the Jetsons it's already there we have the whole family. We didn't add anything. We didn't take away because it's only 16 episodes or 20 or whatever. Right. So I feel like the Jetsons would be better. But then again, now back to my theory about I Love Lucy. It's the same thing. Like the first couple episodes, first couple seasons of I Love Lucy, they don't have little Ricky. And so it's like it's just these two couples, you know, whatever. And it's kind of like the friendship. And then the children come on the scene. So it's like – and I'm not super familiar with the Honeymooners – in the same way that I am with I Love Lucy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, you know, I know they're like hotheads and he's always yelling. And like, yeah, and all that, that never stuff. appealed to me. No, I was like, it felt kind of trashy. I don't know. Um, I feel like I just like offended a generation. <laughs> People were like, <laughs> oh. um, But, yeah, I think the Flintstones is very casual and sort of like lighthearted. To me, the Jetsons has more like depth to it. I think that's my summary. All right. I I mean, I agree. I just think the Jetsons has more to offer. And I feel like you could get a little more creativity out of it. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised that it hasn't been, like, milked more. When you, Especially when you think about, like, um, all the nostalgia and, like, all the stuff that's, like, getting rebooted or coming back yeah. or whatever. Like, there's it's such a rich world that you could, like, like what? I'm going to save this idea. I'm not even going to say it out loud. What? Because... We got to do it. I'm going to keep, I'll tell you after, I'll tell you after the podcast. Oh my God, am I going to have to cut this? What have you done to me? No, I just, I think, I think some good things. We might need to pitch an idea. I feel like they're about equal in terms of pop culture. Because you think of flying cars and stuff you associate with the Jetsons, even though that's just kind of a general thought about the future is we could have flying cars. Totally. People Mm -hmm. think of like, are we going to have flying cars like they did in the Jetsons? Or... And then you, when you see, like, I don't know, it would take more to reference Flintstones. Like, you have to be in, like, the desert with a bunch of rocks totally. and be like, oh, let's drive a car with our feet. With like, our feet. I don't know. I did see, though, a, like, a bunch of articles that were blaming the Flintstones for, like, an entire generation of people believing that dinosaurs and people lived at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And it's like, no, they, they, they didn't. Um, yeah. But, like, a lot so of people So it is think also so. fantasy. It completely is. They're both fantasy. That's another similarity. Yeah. Well, we're going to do a couple of these episodes. I don't want to tell you guys what we're going to compare, but because there are a couple of them where it's like, this is exactly the same show. Yeah. Like, came out the same year. What? But they're also (laughs) different. Very different. Um, But this one's fun. It's also fun because it's like the same creator. So it like makes sense that they're like very similar. Yeah. Um, The other ones, it's just like two people had random ideas or they were like, hey, 
so and so over here is doing we gotta this. Do it first. We got to do it first. Or like I said yesterday, it's the ants versus bug life mm-hmm. scenario where they heard about bugs life being made, and we're like, hey, we have to quickly make ants. Yep. <laughs> it shows. Woody Allen is in. <laughs> what a weird movie. What a weird movie. So, Corinne, thanks, girl, for your suggestion. If you guys have shows that you want us to compare or battle it out, please let us know. We, we're open to suggestions, even though we have ideas. Yeah. But please let us know. Send us an email at hellofangirls at gmail.com. A quick announcement. Oh, Our yeah. merch store, everything is 15% off. Maybe check it out. Quick announcement. I'm, I think I'm going to get another sweatshirt. Yeah. I want to be like front of the podcast, Margie McGee. I kind of like that green. I do like that green. Mm-hmm. Who knew? I actually was in the dashboard of our shop seeing if other colors would work. I'm not sure. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe there'll be new colors, guys. <laughs> Natalie has the power. I have all the power. So find us on social, drop us an email, send us a text if you have our phone numbers. You know, all of those sure. things. Do that. <laughs> so until next Friday. Bye. Bye.